Hello and welcome to the Curator's Salon podcast. I'm your host, Geeta Joshi. In this episode, it's just me. It's one of my few solo episodes. And I'm going to be talking about my book, Show Your Art. I published this book back in April of 2020 as an ebook initially, and then published it as a paperback in August. So if you've been following me on any of my social channels, particularly Instagram, you will already know about this. This podcast episode about my book has actually been a long time coming. It's something I actually put off for ages and I just kind of let it go to the bottom of the to-do list. Wasn't sure why. And then I was speaking to a friend and coach recently and we looked at sort of things that I was not doing, that I wanted to be doing, but wasn't actually getting around to doing. And I realized, you know, this uh, this episode, which I'm finally committed to, was... Um, something I'd been avoiding because I was so used to putting the spotlight on other people. So as a curator, I'm talking about the artist and the artwork. As an art dealer, again, it's about the artwork and you know the artist story behind it. Same thing with the podcast, where mostly I am asking questions to let the guest really do the speaking and create a format where Basically, my guest gets to speak about the things that they want to talk about, and it is of interest to my audience. So what I realized was my putting off this podcast episode was all about me not wanting to put a spotlight on myself. One, being a solo episode, but obviously also, look, guys, what I've done, I've written a book. So that had been you know, something I had been avoiding. So that was quite interesting to sort of discover, and hence I committed to getting this episode out to you. So let me tell you about the book. It is called Show Your Art, How to Build an Art Career Without a Gallery. So this book has been actually many years in progress. There's been a draft document on my computer for years, all about you know the various sort of chapters that now f- form this final book. And through much of 2019, I was really trying to get it written, get it finished and get it out into the world. And we got to the end of 2019 and that hadn't happened. So at the start of 2020, I joined an online program, which is about getting your book published. So I did the program and it was basically through that, which kind of held me accountable. It formed it. How can I put this? Kind of consolidated the ideas that were basically whizzing around, a lot of which I had on paper, but there wasn't really much of a structure to it. So working through the program at the start of the year kind of really helped me consolidate all the ideas that I wanted to get into this final book. While I had been writing over the last few years, what I realized I was doing was actually everything was a brain drain. I was trying to get everything in there. And at the point of like it potentially turning into a proper book, I had to simply take my reader from A to B. So where they were, and it's very much written for the beginning, you know, the artist who is at the beginning of their journey, they're maybe a year or two into selling their artwork or showing their work and taking it into the public domain. And um, this was who I was really writing this book for because that was the person who was typically asking me questions in the DMs. They were the most sort of common questions Um, that I was being asked, which I get to then answer in the book. So all I had to do was really, in that respect, take them from, you know, where they were to getting more confident about their visibility and recognising that a lot of their visibility, their 
um, struggles with social media, for example, with things that they could overcome. And then that's what is laid out in the book. And I'm just going to take you through some of the chapters in the book now. And they include, let's have a look, the artist statement. So the artist statement and the bio or the artist biography, these are, they are two different things, but often on an artist's website, the website being another chapter in this book, they often sort of appear on the about page. And this was a super common question that I get asked all the time, like, what do I write there? And the other sort of issue that I've found artists were coming up with was that if they were not writing about some big highbrow, um, you know, sort of discourse around, you know, going on in the world, then they felt that it wasn't worth their while even having an about page, especially when their art was about their personal journey, their personal experiences and so on. And of course, that none of that is true. You get to, you know, create a statement you get to share art about whatever it is that you want to. And that is what we talk about in the book. Then there is a website, uh, sorry, a chapter, as I said, about the artist website. So best practice for a website, just so that people can really get to know you. I do think of an artist website as the main digital home of all the information about them. So really, we should be able to go, go to an artist website and learn everything about them. Even if they've been featured in other places, there should be links across to any media or blogs or podcasts that they've featured in. So we look at the artist website, then there is social media for artists, which is like the biggest uh, stumbling block for a lot of artists. Because I think most people recognise that social media is the place that you can just reach more people and you can do that for free. So the question then becomes like, what do I share on social media? How do I um, present my artwork. So all of that is then covered in the chapter about social media for artists. And there's also prompts for your social media content. So if you're really stuck, you can literally just go into this book and then answer some of those prompts. And they are quite small. You know, it might be just talking about one small area of your practice. It could even just be documenting what you're uh, doing today or what you've done this week. Then we move to the artist email. So I do encourage artists who are starting out or at any stage of their career to build a mailing list. So in this chapter called the artist's emails, we actually talk about what you could be putting on your email newsletters, because I think if somebody is giving you their email address and subscribing to your mailing list, they have intentionally given you, a, you know, they're intentionally saying, I'm interested in what you're doing. So I think there's a responsibility to then serve that audience who put their hand up and said, I want to know more. And so that's what you get to do by sending out regular emails and newsletters to your subscribers. So that's what we go through in uh, chapter five of the book. Then there's about storytelling. And then we move into part two of the book, which I called Showtime. This part of the book is all about exhibiting in the real world without a gallery. So again, it's very much for the sort of artist who doesn't have a gallery yet, right? Which is a huge number because there's definitely more artists than there are galleries able to represent them. In this section of the book, we go through a number of ways of exhibiting from really simple things that, you know, you might already be doing like open studios, taking part in artist fairs. There's checklists in there as well, actually. So, you know, things to prepare for open studios to have the best experience and give the best or create the best visitor experience, um, art fair checklist and so on. Having your own exhibition, this is something else that is discussed in the book, 
And then the all important marketing about any of these types of events as well. Because simply having an event, whether it's an exhibition, an open studio, taking part in a fair, it's not going to be as impactful as it could be if you're making that investment of your time and energy and probably your money as well, if you're not actually marketing and letting people know where they can come and see you in the real world. So I wrote this book, um, like I said, you know, over the last few years, really consolidated it at the start of 2020. And when I published it in April, we were in lockdown. So part two of the book, which is all about showing in the real world, doesn't really connect with the audience right now. You know, people were having their fairs cancelled and open studios were being cancelled because of, you know, this global pandemic that we're going through. So I have not actually done a section about virtual uh, virtual exhibitions or virtual open studios. This is something I talk about a lot in my one-to-one coaching with artists. And we also covered it in the group program as well. But I still think that, you know, this section of the book is still really valid because for those people who are early in their journey, this could still be something that they plan for a post-pandemic world, you know, whether it's next year or the year after. But it's a great thing to sort of have in their pipeline of, you know, potential future events. So that is essentially the summary of the book, you know, marketing yourself, getting your tech and your brand in place, and then potential uh, ways of showing in the real world without and uh, without a gallery, sorry. And then there is a section on uh, media coverage and connecting with writers and um, bloggers and media and so on as well. So that essentially is the book. So if you don't have it yet, then you can still get it as an ebook on Amazon and then read it on your tablet, phone, computer, or you can get a print copy. The print copy is a little bit different. Like I said, this one has got all the prompts and it's got notes, um, pages where you can actually write your own notes and things as well. So this has been my book. Um, it, I am really proud to say that it hit bestseller status when it launched in April and then when it uh, launched as a paperback again in August. So this was a huge um, achievement, I think. I feel really proud of that. And it was also something that I knew would happen because I had actually strategized for it. So if you read the book, you know, you, we really do talk about like having um, strategies around you know, getting your products out there, getting your artwork known and seen and all those sorts of things, which I really feel like I put into practice through this book. Another thing I wanted to mention was the book. The subtitle is How to Build an Art Career Without a Gallery. So I chose to self-publish this book because I felt that going after a publisher to publish my book was a lot like an artist looking for a gallery to represent them and hope that they would do everything for them. And of course, this is kind of quite a misguided but very common um, idea in the art world. Especially when artists are starting out, they feel like their next step needs to be to get a gallery. And they probably often do not have their, you know, their brand, their visibility, their even talking about their work, all those sorts of things. They don't have that in place. But that is what we go through in the book is like how you can do that for yourself and get yourself in a stronger position to actually approach galleries in the future. So going back to my own uh, publishing journey, I thought if I was going to write a book that had the subtitle How to Do Something Without Something, so How to Build an Art Career Without a Gallery, then I had to really sort of walk my talk on that and self-publish as well. So I you know, gave up on um, pursuing publishers, which the other thing here, of course, means that you know, with publishers, we know that it can easily take a year or more to get that book from uh, first draft out to 
you know, a book buying audience. And that, that was something I really didn't want to wait on either because I felt I had a strong enough audience to help me um, to who I could impact with the book, but also who would help me to get to that number one bestseller spot as well. And I have to say, it's worked out really well for me in that respect. You know, so many artists have, uh, well, bought the book. They have given incredible feedback. It is always so touching. It always feels like such an honor when people actually take the effort to reply and say how helpful they found the book. The, the book is a lot of um, how-to. So there are sort of various steps that you might want to follow. And that means, you know, it might be something that if you were good to get a copy, then it might be something that you dip into as and when you need. Like if you're doing your newsletters, you might just want to sort of focus on that chapter, for example. But sort of getting the feedback from artists who I wrote this book for, but also artists who are way more experienced, who are much further along in their journey than the initial audience I wrote it for, has been incredibly encouraging. I have to say it's been something I find, um, yeah, just so, um, I don't know, it's such an honor, I think, is, is probably the right word, you know. There's a lot of artists I respect who have actually bought the book and given me incredible feedback, and even they have found things in the book that they can implement themselves to just, you know, just get that refresher on like how to fine tune their marketing strategy or whatever it is. So since the book published, as I said, first in April and then again in August, I have also developed some more um, one-to-one -one coaching. I've done some group coaching and this is, you know, this is just another way for artists to get that additional support they need. So the group coaching programs I've done kind of goes through figuring out the artist's brand, like what they want to be known for, who their ideal clients are and how to connect with them, what it is that resonates with their ideal buyers, you know, in what in their work resonates with their ideal buyers, for example. And then we talk about marketing. So yeah, it's a lot of what we've covered in the book, but with more detail and a lot more sort of feedback for each of the individual um, people that are on the program. And then we look at business development side of it as well. So this is, for example, like having artwork in different price points or how you're going to market the different things in in stages. You know, you, it's not that normal to be selling one, uh, sorry, selling multiple things at any given time. Usually we kind of like pace it through the year or even through the month. So these are the sorts of things that we're kind of covering in our um, group program with a bit more sort of direct feedback for the students that enroll for that. So if you are in your first few years of selling artwork, showing your work, or you just want to learn the art business foundations, then this could be a program that might be of interest to you. And I'll add a link in the show notes as well. But if you want to do things at your own pace, then I will let you know that Show Your Art is still available on Amazon worldwide. You can get it as an ebook or you can get it as a paperback. And I will also add the link in the show notes. If you have read this book and you've enjoyed it, I would love to know what your feedback is. Um, you can share it on Amazon itself if you want to go and leave a review there. Or you can connect with me on Instagram at the Gita Joshi. I will do a future episode where I'm reading from the book because it doesn't exist as an audiobook at this time. But I think, you know, maybe I'll just come back on here, do a solo episode and read some of it to you. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please do rate, review and subscribe to the podcast because it really does help us get found by more people.